Picking the right agency to apply to is just as important as making sure you are prepared for all the hiring process steps to come. Let's discuss. Before we discuss the right size agency you need to pick, those gifts are in the description for you. The Getting Started Workshop is going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process, and it's going to help you understand, hey, maybe this is the type of agency size I'm looking to apply to. Or if you have something more specific to your hiring process, to you specifically, and you want to discuss it, sign up for the free coaching call. It's my gift to you. Both of these are my gift to you. I hope that they help get you to where you need to become a law enforcement officer and achieve that goal and that dream of yours. Now, let's jump into what agency should you apply to or what's the right agency for you? There's a couple different ways to break this down. First, I want to discuss size, right? So let's break down agencies into size limits. So small, medium, and large agencies. A small agency is anything with 49 or less officers, or you could just say 50 or less, right? Let's, let's go with four, 50 or less. So 50 or less officers. 51 to 100 is a medium size agency. And then 101 and higher will be considered a large size agency. And that's just for this video, but that's really how a lot of agencies identify across the nation anyway. So a lot of states determine and even federal determinations on the size of an agency is based on how many sworn officers are in that agency. So 50 or less is small, 51 to 100 is medium, and 101 and greater is large. Now, what do each one of these agencies have going for them for individuals to apply? And let's start with small, right? Now, with an agency ranging, you know, maybe it's ranging from seven full-time officers all the way up to 50 full-time officers. It, it really doesn't, doesn't matter. It's still going to be looked at very similarly and still going to have the same funding capabilities mostly. So... What you need to understand with this type of agency is this is going to be a very tight-knit agency. All these officers are going to know one another. Usually, you guys are overlapping patrol sectors. Uh, it's you, you, might, you might be a county department or it might be a, a city department or um, a small town department, but all these officers at some point or another are going to work with one another, right? They're going to work with one another in some capacity, whether it's overlapping shifts or they're doing shift turnarounds or shift handoffs, or they're doing, um, or they're rotating on the shift. Maybe you've worked each shift when you became a new officer to get to know everyone. And this is the type of stuff you can do in this small agency. But what you care about is how does that help you or hurt you when you're applying? It, it can do both, right? And, and it can, it really can. So a small agency, you're going to have a lot more of individuals having recommendations, right? Individuals knowing someone who's applying, um, not necessarily family members, but individuals say, hey, I'm, you know, you might have a, an officer vouching for a, an associate or a friend of theirs that's going through the hiring process. And that's how they found out about when the, the open billets were going to drop. The other issue you're going to have with this is they're not going to have a lot of job openings. Now, right now, there's a lot of turnaround with law enforcement. So if you were looking to get into a smaller agency, more secluded, then you would probably have a, the best opportunity right now to do it. The other thing, though, is while that that is a pro, 
it's also a con, right? It's a con because if you're going in and you don't know anyone in this agency and other people do, it's not saying you're not going to get selected. If you're the best candidate, you're going to get selected as long as they're doing everything on the up and up and legally. But if you're if you're going through and you don't have anyone kind of vouching for you, you're kind of starting with a blank slate where other people are starting with maybe just a foot ahead. You know, they're getting a little bit lead in that that race to the finish line that we're always discussing, right? So maybe maybe their hurdles might be a little bit smaller because they know someone there. Now, once again, we're staying away from nepotism and hiring individuals that you you might have um, relations with or or that are family members. But for the most part, if this is a squared away agency, 50 or left smaller agency. The chief of police all the way down to the, the lowest or newest officer is going to know everyone that's going through this current hiring process. And you could have 400 applicants for five positions, right? But at the same point in time, you're only they're only going to be interviewing maybe maybe twenty of their best applicants, twenty, and that and that's pushing it for five positions. Twenty of their best applicants that score the best on their written and physical tests if they have it. Um, it's very rare that they're going to try. Well, they're never going to try and interview four hundred people. They're just never going to do it if they don't have a written test or you don't do the physical test until after, say, a board interview. They're going to pick the top resumes, right? Which is why a resume is so important check that out on another video, but these smaller agencies are very tight knit and they're very hard to break into with regards to, to just not knowing anything about them or not being familiar with those departments. You may not even know that the billets open or someone might get a leg up and know that the billets open because one of their friends that's an officer there saying, Hey, we got an open position. It's going to drop in a few weeks. Just keep an eye out. So you kind of have that disadvantage going for you. The advantage, though, is you're going to have less people applying, right? You're going to have less people applying. Double-edged sword here, less people applying, but there's less openings, right? So less people applying. So if you're a really stellar candidate and you're going through the process and you really stand out, you do really well on your written, you do really well on your um, fitness test, or you have a really killer resume, whatever whatever the deciding factor it is to make it to the interview process, then then you're golden, right? If there's five billets and they're saying, hey, we're interviewing 20 people, here's our top 20. Um, these are the ones that we're going to hire. Uh, we're going to give conditional offers to the top five. The rest we're going to keep in the hiring process just to make sure the top five make it through the rest of the hiring process so that they... Um, so just in case they run into something in their medical or their psych or their poly that they are able to, to still get hired. Otherwise, we, we don't want to have to not fill an academy class or not fill all five vacant positions. So that's your small agency, right? It's going to be it's going to be tougher to break into, but you're also going to have less competition because not as many people are going to apply to these smaller agencies, especially if they're they're rural or they're not very popular. Right. But it's going to be a lot of locals that probably apply to a local agency that's considered a small agency. Caveat to this if you get into these agencies, you should be able to just explode your career because you're going to have multiple positions, right? These, these individuals are adjunct instructors. These individuals also serve on special weapons units, they serve on um, emergency response teams, these type of things that really 
make an officer's career just accelerate very quickly. So in three years, you could, you could, you know, be, be a lead officer or in less than three years, you could be a lead officer. And in three years, you could be a supervising officer or five years, you could be a supervising officer or have a special unit under your belt or be in the detective role. There's a lot of, a lot of chance, or you could just have a lot of training, like advanced training under your belt because they need everyone to be on the same page because there's only so few of you. So that is a huge win to these small agencies, but getting in the door can be a bit challenging unless you're really prepared to make yourself the best possible candidate out there. Now, medium agencies, this is what a lot of people apply to medium agencies, you know, somewhere between 51 and 100. And this is um, not necessarily major cities, but larger cities, larger larger townships, um, maybe some some popular counties. So even federal agencies kind of fall into the mid-range sometimes. There's a few federal agencies that are not linked up with major departments that are broken down, like Capitol Police is not a small agency. Um, Homeland Security, their FPS, Federal Protective Services, they're not a small agency. They're scattered all over the place. They have thousands of officers, hundreds of officers. So, but there are different agencies, and I don't want to say independent federal federal agencies, but agencies that work solely under themselves that fall under different realms that have their own police departments. So those agencies, there's a few federal agencies that fall under this mid-sector, but or this mid-range size agency. And those, but more often it's the smaller cities and the, the larger populated counties that really kind of fall under this. Um, township, small townships rarely hit the mid-level, but these are the departments that most people are thinking about applying to. And with these departments, you're going to have, you're going to have good opportunity. You're still going to get the, the kind of tight knit environment, right? Depending on where you are, you're up around the hundred realm. I mean, you're still, you're a little bit excessive, but at the same point in time, you're still going to 100 people. You're going to know 100 people. I'm sure you went through through college or university and you knew 100 people in your graduating um, class So, or that you're currently in with if you're currently still in college. So keep that in mind. If these these this mid-range agency is, it's out there. It falls, like I said, in, in a certain criteria, but with them applying to them, you're going to have a little bit more opportunity because they're probably going to have a little bit more announcements available. They may kind of have reoccurring attrition, which means officers are usually kind of coming in and going out. They get a lot of experience. You still get a lot of experience. Um, you lose a little bit of that personalness. You may not see your, your higher ups as often, um, you may not even go through the hiring process with your higher ups. So what I'm saying by that is you might have a lieutenant that's running the recruiting process and you might never see the, the captain or the chief or the commander or however the rank structure is set up for that department. Um, the sheriff, depending on how big it is, you may not even deal with them until, until you get, get brought on board. Right. So these are the type of agencies that you really want to be squared away for. You want to have everything, all your all your I's dotted and your T's crossed. You want to have all your prep work done because these agencies have a fast system, right? They have a system that that is comparable to the larger agencies, but 
still small enough that they can dive in a little bit more independently. So that means your background investigation, they can be a little bit more thorough. Your, you know, your poly, all this, they're not going to, they're not going to put out a blanket application process for 400 officers. It's just not there at, at best. They might have a, a churn of 10 officers at a time. They might send 10 officers at a time to the academy or, you know, maybe if they're hurting right now, they might need, they might be down 30 officers and they might need 30 officers to send. But if they don't have their own academy, they're still limited to what the academy can can slot for them, how many positions the academy could slot if they're sharing an academy with other departments. So as you apply to these departments, you want to be really squared away because you're competing against more applicants because these are larger cities, more people want to work there. Um, sometimes they're in really well-located areas, so it's a higher population, which, as I said before, don't think people are not applying to become police officers. They definitely are. And you want to make sure that you're going through the process as prepared as possible for, for the application right off the bat, the application. If they call you in two weeks, you want to have all your documentation ready. Um, these are the departments that are hiring more, but are still very, very specific and selective about who they're hiring. Much like a smaller agency, they, they still have that ability to be selective, right? They're not... They're not that grand of an, when I say grand, I mean, they're not that large of an agency that they don't have the time to be selective other than the academy dates. These ones are probably going to be your more challenging departments to get on with, with sheer fact of they're big enough to just consider you a number, but they're small enough to, to dive into your, your specific situation as well. So becoming a more of a, um, having that one-on-one -on -one relationship with them may not necessarily be available to you. Um, some people it will be, but, you know, making a, making a connection there and making the ability to, to build rapport with, with the hiring officials is just unlikely with these midsize agencies because they are large enough that they got to keep things moving. All right, let's get to the large agencies now. The large agencies are the agencies that are going to be one, the easiest to apply to, and the most difficult to apply to. So the large agencies are used to having a constantly going hiring process, right? They understand that officers come in, they lateral out, some of them resign, some of them retire. Um, you know, you got an agency that's from 101 up to 2,500 or 4,000 officers. Um, you get up around a 4,000 officer range and people are just gone all the time. You're, you're losing people. They're, you're always going to, you're always going to have churn. And with that, they need to constantly be hiring. Now, what's made that possible is the fact that they have a long line of applicants. Now, thankfully, the applicant pool has shrinked over the last few years, but that doesn't mean that the applicant line is still not there. And I'm not talking about these agencies being hiring pool agencies either, where they just take your information and put you on a list for whenever a position comes up. I'm talking about open billets where they're saying, hey, we need to fill academy classes every single time because we have open vacancies all the time. New York City, Los Angeles, um, any of these big, big sheriff's offices, all of these, they always have open billets, whether it's 10 or 100 or 200, it, there's open billets. And so with them, they've become very efficient at doing this. Now, they've also tried to streamline the process where they've removed things. They've removed things such as 
polygraphs, not all of them, right? Don't don't think like, oh man, I'm just so nervous about poly. Let me just not go to an agency with one. That's not all of them. Uh, they've also, some of them have kind of went to third-party systems for testing, like the NTN test, where you can kind of do it remotely or at a testing center where it doesn't tie up any of their hiring officials or police officers' time. Whether you agree with that or not, it's, I won't even touch my personal opinion on that. I've, I've went over it before, but they're just so large, they constantly need to be hiring. And so they're constantly opening their vacancy announcement and saying, hey, open now, you know, and they're they're running through the process every every three to six months they're going through the process. Now, this is great because you can always apply. Uh, it's difficult because you're always applying against a lot of people. And it's even harder because they've become extremely efficient at, at hiring. So if you're thinking, hey, I just want to go through a smooth, seamless process where, where I'm just going to be able to skate through it. These agencies are, while they may be Test saturated. They are very good at what they do when it comes to the hiring process. If you're choosing to apply to a larger agency, once again, these agencies have become large for a reason, right? They need, they serve a lot of people. So they, and the last thing they want is more scandals. So they need to make sure that they're hiring the best candidates. And that's why each one of these processes is a process that can completely knock you out. And they don't even, they don't even look twice at you. They don't give you a chance to explain in these large agencies. We have enough applicants as their mindset. And we're just, if you don't, if you don't pass a certain section, you can apply again later or you're permanently DQ'd for life. Whatever they decide, you're stuck with it. You can't argue it. There's they don't care. They won't even respond to you. That's that's how they are. The big thing you have to figure out is which agency is best for you. Now, the larger agencies are probably you're probably going to be able to get on quicker with as long as you don't have too many hurdles in your race. Um, the medium agencies, not as quick, but they're probably probably more efficient. And then the smaller agencies will probably take the longest just because they have people sharing tasks and, and things along those lines. Your best bet is to choose the one that appeals to you the most and appeals to your career. But the nice part is, is if you're applying to any of these state or local or city agencies, you can always lateral later on after you get the academy under your belt. So if you do have an option to get into one and you're saying, hey, this isn't my my number one pick, but they're willing to pick me up right now, put me through the academy, it is so much easier to lateral as an officer than it is to, to start as a new hire. So kind of keep that in mind. I hope this one's helpful. This one's pretty technical and we're kind of breaking down more in depth of what, what's needed for you. But remember, if you do need help with anything, those gifts are down in the description, the Getting Started Workshop, walk you through each stage of the hiring process so you don't jack anything up and then get kicked out and have to start the process all over. Plus there's some hidden bonuses in there as well as your free coaching call with myself. If you have something specific to your hiring process or to the start of your hiring process, I'm here to help. I'd love to jump on a call with you and we can discuss whatever you need to. As always, stay safe and I'll see you next time.